Welcome to episode 14 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell. We're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Each week on the podcast, we plan to talk about all things Lakeshore. On a regular basis, we're going to have guests that we interview and occasionally even have a guest host. I want to encourage you to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Become a regular listener. Invite others to tune in as well. Uh, You can hit that notification bell also. We get notified when we have a a live stream going out, and uh, you can catch it. If you catch it live, you can um, uh, interact with us on the chat. We'd love for you to do that. Uh, If you're listening later, uh, it's going to be posted on our YouTube channel, and you can listen to it at any time there. It's also going to go out on other podcast platforms, so you can catch it there. I'm happy to welcome my guest today. It's my friend Marcus Meniz. Uh, he's the founder and CEO of Stronger Than My Father. Welcome, Marcus. Welcome, Pastor Randy. Thank you for the invite. I'm really excited to join you on your podcast. Well, man, I want everybody to get to know you a little bit better and uh, get to know about your ministry, the the program that you run there. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and uh, where you grew up and all those things. Well, I'm a Nashvillian, born and raised here in Nashville, uh, 46 years old. Um, have a beautiful wife of 21 years and two beautiful sons. There's 13 and seven. Um, just grew up in Nashville and had a desire um, in my late 30s to find a way to help children, um, especially young men growing up without a father. So um, that's born inside. I feel like that was born inside of me. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't nourish into my 30s. Yeah. And so that's why the name Stronger My Father is designed to help kids, especially young men, break the fatherless cycle. Man, that's great. That's I've been impressed. I got to meet you, uh, I guess, just a few years ago yeah. and uh, got to hear a little bit about your program and was really impressed. That's why I wanted to invite you to come on to the podcast. Uh, you grew up in Nashville. So what schools did you attend here? In uh, schools, Weiss Creek, um, Tennessee State uh, University, Trevecca, and I can't forget Nashville Tech. So I started Nashville Tech and then went to Tennessee State, yeah. uh, degree in psychology, and then I have a master's in organizational leadership. So I used my master's to kind of help start the nonprofit, Joe's classes that I took yeah. to help guide me and get me the tools it takes to start a nonprofit. That's great. I know you said your passion really started hitting you maybe in your 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and the passion that you have for for children, I, I see it in, in you, and I've, I've been to visit your, your right now, currently, I think, you're doing your program on the campus of Smith Springs Church yes, of Christ. Yes, Smith Springs Church of Christ, I have school program is there. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. I think it's just, um, I started, a lot of people ask me where the name come from, and I tell people it comes from God, but my son had a shirt that said Strong Like Dad. Oh, okay. And so when he was three years old, I was putting a shirt on him, and God just whispered in my ear, Strong in my father, and so I just wrote the name down. Yeah. And I kept it, but it kept ringing in my ear, stronger than my father. And then from my master's, that's how I was able to start a nonprofit uh-huh. to bring more of an awareness to fatherhood. And number two is to find ways to help young men who does not have a father don't continue to follow that same cycle. So when you yeah. hear our catchphrase, the cycle ends with me, that comes from research from fatherhood. But uh, my mother asked me in 2003 to be my cousin's big brother. Okay. And the first question I told my mother is, where's his dad? Why are you asking me to do it when he has a dad? Right. And so my mother just kind of gave me that look like he does not have a father. And I was like, okay. So from being his big brother, uh, he become like my son. Yeah. And so from that, I realized, hey, if I could help him, 
how many other young men that I can help in my path, um, give them the same tools that my father gave me. And my, my parents been married nearly 51 years. Oh, that's great. And I have a solid father, a solid mother. So I had the, uh, spiritual side with my mother, yeah. helped me in church, um, guided me through all the years. And then my father put that work ethic in me. Yeah. So I work a lot. So yeah. from there, I know that with young men who don't have a dad, they're going to lose on one of the two, yeah. spiritual or the work ethic. And most young men who do not have a father figure in the home, that's solid. Now you have some dads, but they're not solid. Yeah. Those are the young men that repeats the same cycle and those are the young men that go to jail. These are the young men that you see on TV carjacking or killing someone because a true father does not teach a kid how to kill or steal. Yeah. I clearly know that. And so I use my tools that God has given me to be able to bless a young man's life and help him. Uh, and that's what I've been doing for over 20 years. Yeah. It just, I, I, it's a sense. I don't know. It's just a sense God gives me. I see a young man and a, and a mother asked me to help. But I can say I, I got to see where he's trying to go, and then I use connections I've been blessed with to get him in contact with people that can take him farther than me. But hopefully, two things I want out of this, Pastor Randy, is number one, when you become a father, you're there for your kid. Right. Don't repeat the cycle. And number two, learn how to be a good provider. Yeah. And you be able to take care of your family. And these are the tools that my father gave me to do that uh, I've been doing for all these years. Yeah. It's just pushing and pushing on these boys. So when I say stronger than my father, even my dad said, I want you to go farther than me. Yeah. So it's not bashing the dad, but just teaching yeah. the kid that, hey, you can overcome what you've been through, yeah. but you got to have a mentor in your life. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, we're all seeing the, the results of the breakdown of the core family unit in our mm -hmm. culture today. And... Uh, it's just causing the, it's such a, a chain reaction of negative consequences to the breakdown of the nuclear family as God designed it to be. Mm -hmm. And one of the keys to that, like you've been saying, is when the father's not present or if he is present but not stepping up as the dad he needs to be, mm -hmm. uh, we, we need to realize that's, that's a, uh, an impact that's going to be negative potentially for generations to come because mm -hmm. the cycle often gets repeated. So I'm so exactly. thankful for a ministry like yours that's in there uh, on the ground trying to break that cycle and keep it from being repeated again. Uh, tell us some of the key elements of your program, what you do at Stronger Than My Father, kind of on a day-to-day -day basis. What kind of programs have you got going? Well, for the past six years, um, I partnered with Smith Springs Church of Christ, and we started an after-school program called Hope Leadership Academy. And the goal to Hope Leadership Academy was to help kids, no more with your homework in the afternoon. I'm really keen on making sure kids can read and write. Yeah. Um, make sure they have their homework done. And for years I was able to be in the center helping kids with their homework because I really loved that. Yeah. I really love seeing kids know how to do mathematics, English. Um, the program grew from four to 125 before the pandemic. Wow. And so we're currently at around 92 kids. So we have a great director that's running the center. Um, she runs it from day to day to gives me the opportunity to do the things I need to do to grow the business. Also, we've been in a number of community involvements. Um, we've given out Easter eggs and meals towards um, families in the Antioch community. Uh, we did a book bag drive last year. We partnered yeah. with uh, Joy Styles this year and did another great book bag drive. Also, for Thanksgiving, we feed families on Thanksgiving. That's fantastic. That's been like yeah. the joy of my life, seeing people come up to the center, non judgmental, and say, How many meals you need? Are you going to be eating on Thanksgiving? 
Yeah. And we look forward to giving out food boxes and possibly I'm trying to talk my team into giving out meals on Thanksgiving again. And then what we did uh, last year was really special. We gave out Christmas gifts uh-huh. um, the, the week before Christmas. And we gave, we partnered with uh, our church ministry with Mr. Brian Sweat. Yeah. And we were able to, he gave all our kids in our school program one gift. Yeah. But then we identified 10 families and we gave 10 families uh, gifts the, the Sunday before Christmas. We actually went to their house. Yeah. And I mean, the joy on these kids' face, the joy on the parents' face. Even one parent said, "If y'all didn't do this, my kids wouldn't have had a Christmas." Yeah. So um, the community involvement is very strong here because I believe in Antioch. I believe that's why I'm still here. Yeah. A lot of people want to run and get out, but I'm still here because I feel like this is a place where um, I'm tired of you know Antioch being underserved, and I want to be sure we can help in that area. And then we're bringing back our mentoring program called Stronger Sons. So. After seven years, my wife was like, it's time to go back to mentoring. Yeah. That's what the name Strong My Father is for. So um, we're bringing our mentoring program back. We're having a ceremony on September 29th to bring in our new cohort for young men that we're going to invest this next full year in, giving these young men the tools and what it takes to be uh, to break the fatherhood cycle. So that's starting in September. So we have right now about 16 young men signed up. Right. And we're looking to get probably about four more. We're going to invest 20 for 20 young men. Every other weekend, they got to be at the center. Yeah. So it's not no one time a month. You get you a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. We're going to put in work every other Saturday. So people will see that on our social media page that it's just more than just picking you up on a Saturday for a few hours. But I'm putting work ethics, tools, and knowledge in you. And I'm hoping those three key elements are the tools that helps you break the fatherhood cycle. Yeah, man, that's great. I saw that you were starting the mentor program back up, and I, I'm convinced too. That's that is an effective way mm-hmm. to break that, help young people break that cycle. They need mentors. Uh, so if if there's some people listening uh, to the podcast, maybe that have a child that that would be good, uh, would need that program. Uh, how would they contact you? How would they uh, get connected to be a part of that? Very easy. Just go to our website at strongerthanmyfather.org, click on Stronger Sons, and there's an interest form. Okay. Put in your interest form. We have a representative that will call you, and then we schedule an interview with the parent. Yeah. And one thing I'm doing different with the mentoring is that we're doing a parent involvement class once a month. Oh, and good. once a, I mean, yeah. not once a month, excuse me, every quarter. All right. And it'll be a couple of hours. Yeah. But the parent, the mom – or the guardian has to have a buy-in. Yeah. If they don't have a buy-in, then what I do would be ineffective. Yeah. Um, so that's why we have to work with the parents. That's why we do the interview process. And it's a thorough process. Yeah. It's not just come in, you in, that's it. Yeah. We got to see that it's a fit for your son and that you're serious about making a change. Yeah. And if we can do that, I guarantee you we have a greater shot at making sure your son breaks the cycle uh, we're partnering with two schools right now, Antioch Middle, and we're going to be partnering with Cane Ridge. Yeah. So I will be showing up at the school yes. Yes. to see if my boys are doing well. So just like me being a dad and I have two sons, yeah. they don't want me to show up at school because <laughs> they know uh, that I have a standard where they're supposed to act and how they're supposed to operate at school. Yeah. And that's what a father leads, and then the mother's your support. Yeah. And that's the way God intended it. It's just, you know, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, there's things that Satan wants to destroy, and then he goes out to the family, and that's what happens. Absolutely. Well, on the other side of that, uh, do you have all the mentors lined up, or are you looking for some others to help out as mentors? Yeah, we have. Um, we are looking for mentors, but what we're doing different about, because we're not doing a ton of one-on-ones, uh-huh. unless God really leads me to 
let somebody mentor because I want to protect the child. Yeah. But we have a number of guys who we're going to shoot out emails every other week and let you know our weekend activity and then do you want to come and help. Okay. And then those guys' background checks and everything else we would do yeah. to be sure everybody's safe. But we have a number of classes coming in. We have cooking. We have working on cars. Yeah. Um, we have um, grooming etiquette. We're doing um, some work with Chris Whitney and One Gen Away. You have to work in my mentoring program. <laughs> you got to put the work in. So I think if any mentor who wants to participate in our every other weekend activities, same thing, go to strongermyfather.org, click on the interest form, and we'll reach out to you. So we have about 20 guys that's going to be trying to help with our every other weekend activities, and that helps me. But me and another gentleman is probably the primary two that's going to be going to the schools, that's going to be the one making sure I'm checking up on your child, yeah. making sure that grades up to par, because I want to be sure that this program is effective. And I know there's other programs that's doing work, but I have my own idea of what I feel that young men needs to know to break the fatherless cycle. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I love that uh, mentoring program, and I love how much of an investment you're making in that. Uh, it, it's not just a get-together and uh, have a have a meal together once in a while. There's so much more to it than that. And that's what it's going to take for a lot of our kids. It's, it's a little more involvement and buy-in from the family. Like mm-hmm. you said, the, the mother, the guardian, the family buying into this with them because it, it does take everybody buying into this idea that we need to break this cycle and let's let's do whatever it takes to get this done. And the more buy-in you get, the more success you're going to have with that, I'm sure. Yeah, and I've seen it. Um, the work I've done, we just did a um, – I was blessed that News Channel 4 did a story on me and another young man who I worked with yeah. uh, for two years, a young man who went to college, um, graduated high school from White's Creek, went to TSU, very successful. Yeah. But one thing he said in the interview, he said, I listen to Marcus. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you what you need to do to, to survive. And if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find somebody <laughs> to give you the answer because yeah. – um, these young men didn't ask to come into this world without a father. And one thing I know, Pastor Randy, that every kid knows they have a dad. Yeah. They know that. I have a young kid that I'm trying to work with now, and he constantly asks his mother, where's my dad? Yeah. And when kids are growing up without that, that anger comes in, yeah. and that's when, when anger comes in. And I did a, a, a podcast with one young man. Um, he said, you have a hole in your heart. Yeah. And that hole get has to, that hole is going to get filled with something. Right. It's going to get filled with something bad or it's going to get filled with something good. My program is designed to get something good in you. Yeah. Um, so then I'm hoping that you're a productive citizen and I don't see you on TV. Yeah. I should not see you on TV with nothing bad. The news should have more things to see of young men doing well. And I'm hoping that our program can accomplish that. Absolutely. Yeah, we want to catch them doing good and, and uh, let that be on television. Let that be the exactly. thing that people are talking about. Absolutely. Well, I, I do know uh, from a, peer, a spiritual standpoint as a pastor, um, that void is real mm-hmm. in people's hearts and young men's hearts uh, and daughters, too, uh, yeah. that yeah. don't have a father in the home as well. Uh, it, it, that's something they long for. Yes. And that can lead them to some really bad choices and bad decisions too. So the presence of the father is huge for, for the boys and the girls. Um, and having that male influence, if the dad is not there, having other male influences is really important too. I know you've emphasized this some, and, and I'd like to emphasize it for Lakeshore and for other churches around the country. Uh, this is an area where I believe the church can do a better job of the men in the church 
being there for these families, for these single moms, and, and, and trying to raise these boys and girls uh, without the dad being in the home. There are men in the church that could step up and help out with that. And I agree with that. Uh, I try not to go <laughs> really tough on the church with that, but because yeah. most churches, especially in the African-American community, are 85% women. Yeah. So if it's 85% women, there's not a lot of men right. to step up. And so that's one reason why I believe God had called me to do this. Yeah. Um, and I tell people all the time, I fought with God to do this <laughs> because I uh, didn't know this was his plan. But I do know that um, if more churches will, and I said this on the radio when I was doing radio, is that if more churches will incorporate some type of mentoring program, as if, even if you can't do it on a consistent basis like me, yeah. say, hey, once a month, we're going to get these young men, just even if it's once a month, yeah. that can make an impact yeah. on a young man's life to know, hey, once a month, we're going to meet up here at the church and we're going to do an activity or something to save a young man's life. I've just seen so many young men in my path go to jail. It's some I've preached and, and talked to yeah. that didn't listen, but I told them you're going to deal with the consequences. Yeah. And so, you know, when God leads me to, you know, work with a young man, I try my best. And then, like I said, hopefully this with, with stronger sons mentoring program, hope it can incorporate for more churches to say, Hey, can you teach us what you're doing so we can yeah. incorporate an opportunity in our church? And I think that will help grow the church. I think hopefully it will get more men in church. Yeah. Um, and show them another path because you need the spiritual aspect. And I said that at the beginning of the podcast, you need to yeah. spiritual and the work ethic. If you can get those two, right. You're good. Yeah. You're going to be solid. Yeah. And that's one of the things I really pre- appreciate about you and what you're doing is, is you don't leave out the spiritual side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other programs out there that, you know, there may be government programs or whatever, where they can't do that. Yeah. But you, you are free to do that and you're willing to do that and emphasize that side of it too. And and that's another reason I wanted you on the podcast is because I do think, I do think like you do, it takes uh-huh. both sides of that. The, the very practical worth ec, worth ec, work ethic. Yeah, work ethic. Yeah. I get it out. <laughs> yeah. And then the, uh, and then the spiritual development of the young man too. Uh, when you could put those two things together, that's how the man becomes the man that the family needs him to be. It really is. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and one thing that, you know, I was always taught, you know, a family that prays together stays together. And I think that's important for young men to see. My boys, um, they develop their work. Their prayer. I will say my wife really pushed them because I worked a lot. Yeah. And she pushed them to learn how to pray, how to pray for your food. Um, and that's why I want to show these young men our mentoring program that, you know, I'm not going to teach religion, but I'm going to teach you how to pray. Yeah. Because when you get in trouble – you got to know how to pray. That's right. And I think just teaching young men that and the importance of incorporating prayer in the family, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that these young men will come back years later and say, Marcus, I've always used your methods of praying with my wife, praying with your kids. And those are just elements that men need that's not yeah. talked about a lot. Right. And, and they can see that by example. That's one of the keys like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Not just hear them, somebody talking about it, but see you do it. Mm-hmm. and see others doing it, other men that will pray in their presence and set that example for them, show them how they're doing that with their family. Uh, because they, they're not going to know how if they don't ever see it modeled in front of them. They, they just won't know how to do that. So Yeah, that's true. I think yeah. that, you know, what, what I had growing up, I was really blessed to see uh, my mother develop a prayer life in us and yeah. told us to pray and go to school. Yeah. I mean, go to Sunday school. Yeah. And the Sunday school really gave me the, the knowledge yeah. that I needed to be the type of person that I am now. I think it's just so important 
for young men to see that. I think it's, you know, and I know we live in a typical world where we don't see it a lot, but somebody has stars a new chain, yeah. Pastor Randy. Somebody got to start a new cycle. Right. And I'm just hoping that my program can bring some more of an awareness yeah. of that young men who grow out of fathers need support and need help. I guarantee you it is making a difference, and some of the difference you won't see till a little ways down yeah, the road, right? Yeah, yes, sir. But, uh, but you're going to have young men coming back to see you and, and talk about how it impacted their lives and how it made a difference. I know you've already had some of that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be multiplied many times over. We're just going to continue to pray for you and what you're doing there, and we thank you for coming in and, and talking about it today. I know you've got, mm. uh, you're have got you a podcast pro because you're doing a, <laughs> you're doing a podcast too. Yeah. So tell everybody about your podcast and how they can find that. Uh, our podcast is simple, Stronger Than My Father. It's a podcast designed to bring more of awareness to fatherhood. Um, some conversations are positive, some are negative, but at the end of the day, we want to find a solution. So just go to our website at strongerthanmyfather.org, click on media, or no, excuse me, click on podcast, and it will show you uh, ways to listen to our podcast or watch some of our YouTube that we have out. I'd say get a tissue because yeah. some of them will make you cry, but it's, it's a great opportunity yeah. to just bring more of an awareness to um, fatherhood, and I guess I'll be preaching that until, I, until God take me home. That's right. Well, he's called you to it, and you're being obedient to that call. And we yes, thank, sir. We thank you for doing that, man. Uh, I want to uh, update everybody on a few things coming uh, coming up at Lakeshore. We've got a lot of exciting things happening right now. September is a busy month for us. We are partnering with Thrift Smart for a fall clothing drive. They're going to have their truck here at the Antioch campus on Sunday, September the 25th to pick up donations from both of our campuses. Uh, you can go to thriftsmart.com to find out more about Thriftsmart and the ministries they partner with. And they are a blessing to us, and we love this partnership. We've got a couple of retreats coming up, fall retreats out at White Mills Christian Camp. There's a ladies' retreat September 16th and 17th, and a men's retreat September 23rd and 24th. You can register for either of those on our kiosk at our campuses or on our website at lakeshorechristian.com. We're partnering with the Red Cross to do a blood drive on September the 20th here at the Antioch campus. And again, you can uh, sign up for your time through our website at lakeshorechristian.com or at the kiosk at either campus if you're there on Sundays. We have life groups at Lakeshore that meet regularly during the week, and uh, they meet in homes and coffee houses and different places uh, on a regular basis. If you're not already connected to a life group, we'd love to help you make that connection. We believe it's a great way for you to grow in your walk and discipleship with Jesus. So you could go to our website, click on that life group graphic there, fill out that form, and someone will follow up with you and help you make that connection to a life group. This coming Sunday, September the 11th, we're going to continue our message series that we started last week. It's called Legacy. We're studying the life of Joseph. Last week, we talked about our legacy being established when we're in a pit, when we're going through hard things, how we respond, what we do in those times is part of how we write the legacy that we're leaving behind. This coming week, we're going to have Mike Schwartz challenge us with a message on our legacy when our character is being tested. Uh, we can learn a lot about that from the life of Joseph. You can read ahead in Genesis uh, chapters 39 to 41, some of those circumstances where Joseph's character was being tested and how he responded, and God used him in some very powerful ways. I hope you'll join us. We encourage you to invite family and friends, neighbors, and co-workers to join us as we continue to connect, grow, and serve here at Lakeshore Christian Church. We'd love to see you at either campus this Sunday. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast.